So how far do you have to travel to get to Dominic's office? Do you live in town here or are you commuting from somewhere else? So Dominic is in Winter Park, right? So I come from Davenport, Florida. So I, uh, I, I, I used to live there. My yeah. ex-wife a long time ago. That's where we yeah. lived. <laughs> yeah. So I basically, I need to go twice a week for him because my situation was very uh, peculiar. So I, need, I go twice a week. So you're so about a, probably about an hour because of traffic, Yeah, right? but depends. On Wednesdays, I go usually Wednesdays. On Wednesday, I go, it takes me from work like an hour to get to work. But on Saturdays, if I work, it's like half an hour. So it's not that that bad. So it's like a, not long ago, but it's worth it. Just, just go there, just put some, some podcast or something on the way. You just get there and get a treatment. Yeah, it's actually impressive how many people uh, on Saturdays, I'd say half the clients that come in to see me drive an hour to two hours. It's, it's, it's impressive. So people drive, which I take as a big compliment that they'll drive that far one way just to, just to get worked on and, and mm-hmm. get themselves healthier. So yeah, yeah right yeah. on. So Luis, how, how long was it when you first came into the office, right? Mm-hmm. How long was it until you started noticing significant difference? You're like, wow, something's happening here. Okay. So when you first go to the office, the first visit, this was very interesting because you don't know what to expect. And Dominic gives you like a, I guess it's like a little class. He gives you in a room and explain what's going on. And um, so when the, he did the treatment for the first time, he did something in the neck that uh, the first time I felt it. And when I got out of the office, I felt like I was flying. And I don't know why. You felt like you were floating because you were like reconnecting with something. And I remember in the beginning you told me like, uh, I'm not going to work too much on you because you will get overwhelmed. I see that. So as I started getting more work on like a, maybe like a three weeks or so, I started to feel like different. Started to feel like a, I could better understand my, my body better. My neck was a lot looser. And I could work out a lot better in the gym, which is pretty cool. So yeah, about three weeks. And after two months or so, I was just completely centered. So now it's like a, starting to keep continuing with that three months. Was it something you had to be aware to remain centered or you just kind of naturally just weren't getting bothered by things like you had or hijacked like me. That is a good question because uh, normally you get, if something happens in your life, you, you get like triggered. But in here, you're, you're just calm. And you're just calm. It's just in you when you get the treatment. I'm just calm all the time. And whenever I get too upset, I just breathe, take it easy and go on. So it's always active, basically. And that's different than how you used to show up. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Bef- because before I did uh, everything like uh, working on myself and working on self-care and stuff, I used to be very depressed, very anxious to the point that I need to go to the therapist because it was that intense. So when I started to decide for myself, you need to decide for yourself that you're going to get better. That's the first step. If you don't decide that you're going to get better, it won't work. So as long as you have that mindset, then just step out and do it what you need to do. And then that's, that's when you start getting results. The thing about network care is like, it's something that is mostly you. You are actually healing yourself. And Dominic just guides you through what you need to do. But it takes a lot from you to do it. That's a very interesting. Take a, for me, it took a couple of months to get that to that point. So it's very interesting. So you were consciously focused on trying to be calmer and trying to react mm-hmm. in different ways to things. Because, because I, I hated to be like all the anxious and depressed. I hated that. I said, not anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to become better. And I did. <laughs> and my girlfriend noticed, which is cool. <laughs> and that's why she followed you to 
to Florida. No, she already followed me before. Yeah. Going, so <laughs> that's a, that's your book. But she felt safe yeah. enough to follow. To that, that's basically that. I read your book so many times that uh, that she um, I, I knew exactly what I was gonna do. But like I'm mostly like um, in the three percent man book, it's mostly like relationship. But I'm mostly focused on becoming a master of myself, which is a lot harder to do. So what do I need to do as a person, as a man? What's my purpose? What's my mission? Where should I go? That's where I'm at right now. And network care helps a lot to figure that out because it centers you to what you need to do. Yeah, you're going to make your best decisions when you're in a peaceful and relaxed state and when you're calm. And so when you make decisions and you take action from those decisions when you're in a calm state, the results of those decisions and actions tends to bring more peace, more ease, and delight. But when you're stressed out, like back in the day when I was in real estate, I had two business partners that stressed me out. They were difficult relationships to be in. And even a lot of the people that I that I worked with, it's just they all contributed to my stress. And then when I started getting worked on by him, there were people that were like kind of right on the the cusp that just I needed fire and get rid of because they they just weren't doing their job, and plus they were obnoxious on top of that. And so it's like it it kind of releases you to to go and make those changes. You feel good about it versus, oh, my God, where are the consequences if I let that person go? Whereas before, you're just – and then within a year and a half, I was completely out of real estate and that stressful environment altogether. And then I you know started building the business that I have today, which is you know I work from home basically. The people that I hire and work with tend to be pretty chill, mm-hmm. pretty relaxed. I don't have any drama queens in my life anymore. And more importantly, you're, you're living your purpose and your passion mm-hmm. yeah. as compared to doing what you thought you had to to make a good living. Oh, that was my purpose and passion at mm-hmm. a time, but it had, the internal enthusiasm was gone at that mm-hmm. point by my mid-30s. But because we were doing so well, we were all making so much money together, my whole life was built around and centered around that business. It's like when the business goes away, the, the social life that and the people that were with that went away, It's and then I liquidated all my real estate holdings that I had then it was like having a clean slate and I could do whatever I wanted and so since I was now in a peaceful and relaxed state the business that I have the way I set my life up now I built it in a way that brought more ease and delight into my life versus just constant stress constant worry constant friction like I was having with my business partners well, I, I was I thought a good question was and I got a question you, too, you uh, went you went into <laughs> how your life changed right and then you went into mm-hmm the from the real estate into doing this but uh, i was interested to hear you describe how the more you came into the office because uh, you were under care pretty consistently at that time and how you feel uh, or what role you feel that had in you being able to make those changes i felt safe in my body to make those changes i felt more mm-hmm. calmer I, I felt elated because before, when I thought about no longer being in business with the guys I was in, I worried about you know how it's going to affect my income, which it did. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, but and also recognizing or admitting to myself that my heart wasn't in it anymore. It was funny when I was talking to my my bookkeeper, and I told her that I was getting out of the business. I my heart wasn't into it. She she said, "Yeah." She says, "I I knew for about about a year, year and a half ago. <laughs> I could tell you just the way you talked. Your enthusiasm was gone. It's like Elvis had left the building." But because I had all these rules and my story built around the business that I had, I stayed in it. But once you started working on me a lot, then I just it felt uncomfortable and unpleasant to stay in it. And it felt more pleasant to move towards what I wanted, even though I had no idea how I was going to structure or build a business or what I was even going to do. 
it felt safe to embark on that journey. So, Corey, you talked about all these changes that you made in your life and how you closed one business, started moving forward in the other business endeavor that, that you wanted to do. A lot of people want to make changes in their life. They want to quit smoking. They want to start exercising. They want to do all the stuff that you talk about. It's almost as if a lot of people in our society have the information. They know what they need to do to move forward in their health. They know that, that there's resources of starting a new business, but they don't seem to be able to move forward. In network care, we know how to, how to create that space that they need to move forward internally. But, how, but I want to hear from your take, what was it that, what role do you feel network care had in you moving forward and getting congruent with what you wanted in life? Well, I was like the last person to realize this. So, you know, my, my bookkeeper was talking to her after I, you know, like a year or two after I'd gotten out of real estate or was in the process of getting out and liquidating everything. And I remember telling her when I decided I was going to become a coach, write a book, and I was excited about it. And I remember telling her I, I just didn't have the same internal enthusiasm for real estate and construction anymore. And she said, oh, yeah, I, I knew about a year, year and a half ago. I could tell you just weren't into it. It's like your enthusiasm was gone. It was When you would talk about the business and all these things you were going to do, it's like you were going through the motions. You didn't, you weren't really speaking from your heart, I guess, at that point. And it just, there was no longer anything to hold me back. The, the rules, the story that I was telling myself, because we were all making a lot of money together. And that was a, a big part of why we all stayed in business, because all three of us, our families, our we had houses, we had yeah, uh, expense, yeah, yeah, commitments, and so you just destroy your life, go from making half a million a year to zero. That's not something. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And it just, you know, I, I became more resourceful, and it's just like it's just felt safe to do it. And I remember my old business partner James, because he would come in, he'd get angry, and he'd be accusatory, and he'd be upset about something. I remember he sat down at my desk. He's like, he's, you know, I can see it to this day in his little fat finger. He's like, you need to find a way to buy me out. And I, in the past, we would talk and we would work it out. And, and I was just like, okay, I'm fucking over this. I'm over his bullshit. This is like the thousandth time he's gotten upset or mad at me for some perceived infraction that I had no idea why he'd gotten upset or triggered or whatever. And I was just, and I felt relieved. I thought, this is good. It's going to be good. I didn't, you know, I wasn't scared anymore. Whereas in the past, the thought of what if we, we split up and go our separate ways, what's that going to do to my income? How am I going to pay my bills? So it was fear at the end of the yeah. day. It sounds like it was fear, my obligations, my outstanding bills, my, like I had to bring in this amount of money. So it was fear basically is what it sounds yeah. like. My that, lifestyle, that back. the fun I was having with my girlfriend, we were, hell, we were fucking traveling all over the world, had a great two-week romantic vacation in Paris. And I was like, how am I going to fund our, our lifestyle? How am I going to do all the things I want to do? How am I going to make my car payments? And you were coming into the office pretty regularly at that time. So do you feel that getting worked on helped you decrease the volume of that fear talk to the point where maybe it was easier to move forward and, and do the stuff that you know you needed to do? Or, or what role do you feel the, the care it just loosened me up as I became more peaceful and more relaxed. You, I was no longer stuck in the old perspective, the old story. In other words, it allowed the story that I created for myself that kept me in all those different, not only the business relationships, but the personal relationships, the friends, the, the friendships, the people that I had with the people that I worked with. I, I was just oh, internally, I've been for a couple of years, I was fucking over it. But 
the thought of blowing that up basically or destroying the business and the whole life and lifestyle that I'd built over the previous 15 years, that's, that's not something easy to just go, oh, yeah, you're not flipping about those kinds of things. But I just I felt better about making those decisions. In other words, I was no longer hesitant. I was no longer holding back. I just, you know, like I said, when James walked in my office and he's, you know, like banging his finger on my desk and, you know, in his typical threatening, bullying kind of tone, I was just like, I'm over this. I'm over this shit. I'm over your shit. It's like, you know, a lot of the people always used to say to me, which would piss him off, whether it was our accountant, our book, our CPA, who was his son-in-law, I was like, the only reason this business grew as big as it did was because of you. And, you know, you were the driving force behind it. And the people would come to me probably, I know, it's like, you're the real reason why we had grown and had grown so fast and become so successful. And I was like, you know, whatever. But I just, I didn't care anymore. I didn't want to pump it as his shit and my attitude was like well we'll see how well you do on your own without me then and then and he ended up basically he had, he had a bunch of money saved but he like within a year and a half he'd literally gone through all of his savings because he kept spending like he was spending before oh there's these jet skis around so let me buy these i might need these for my lake house and, and he just kept accumulating things until he was just literally spent every dime he had and he ended up getting some bs job i think it's like a working at a like a self-storage place or something like that part-time to, to pay his bills and he ended up liquidating all his houses and he got down to like one little small property and then he ended up getting cancer a couple of years later and then he ended up dying i think it was like 2018 and i hadn't talked to him probably talked to him in like five or six years at that point because the last time we got together he was just a dickhead to me and i remember watching him walk back into his house after i dropped him off and thinking I'm never going to see this dude again. This is the last time I'm ever going to hang out with this guy. And it was. I, ne- I never saw him again after that. And then, you know, he ended up passing away from cancer. But it's like I just felt free to let go of, of toxic kind of relationships and friendships like that where you got somebody that's always trying to impose their will on you. And it wasn't just me. He did that with everybody in his life. He did it with my, my other business partner, Paul. Paul, I, I remember Paul and I went and hung out and we talked about it and, Paul was like, I'm over this shit too, man. I'm so done. And he was ready to, to move on as well. And he's still in the business, in the hard equity loan business, but it was just time. It was time to end. 